This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I'm sorry. I keep asking Melissa to turn my mic up, and I just want to hear myself more, <laughs> but I'm loud. Okay. I'll just be quieter. I just need to, like, just no, just be you, and I'll just adjust here. Thanks so much. I'll just yeah. keep doing me. Um, <laughs> weird segue before we get into introducing this someone tweeted um that they were like comments when people say like be yourself don't ever change like are so weird because like i've never written on a to-do list like change don't be yourself <laughs> like, it's true. true like it is a very weird comment I I was like hey that. don't ever change yeah. i was like well, i wasn't planning on it but thanks for the reinforcement i wasn't gonna just fully change my life okay well that adorable giggle guys is our guest lisa schwartz oh hi she's here this is blondes on the couch blondes yes. on the couch doing things being blonde on the couch i'm making lots of jingles today mm-hmm. everything like needs a song 
we just need, you know what we should get we shouldn't get this because i would enjoy it too much one of those little sound boards and i just get to like oh god oh no, god we should Melissa's not like, get that nope 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 we actually don't have enough inputs here no true facts so, okay. so we wouldn't be able it's to true. do it i would be thank like, god yeah I, I don't take my adderall and you give me a soundboard <laughs> it's like when you like the uh the keyboards and you could change it to be like the the, the what are the we i want to call them like the webbings version like you know the fonts that aren't real word like yeah letters. that's what it is or wingling wing. i have no idea what you guys are talking about you know how like when you go to it's like not the slightest clue i was trying to like to be fair i just compared it to something else that i didn't accurately talk about like i'm like you know that thing that's like and i didn't explain yeah wingdings i'm just like wingdings you know what wingdings is like the fonts when you go into like you pick a font and it's like just characters it's not real like you know those like old school like casio keyboards yeah so you know how like you could like if you press a certain button, it would sound like, oh, yes. But yes. you know what they did what with like dogs and animals yep. and things like that? I was trying to relate it back to that, but I don't know why, but that's what I was going to say. Wingdings. Wingdings. <laughs> what a weird fucking word. Oh, guys. Wow. Terrible intro. Um, but welcome to the podcast. Or the best. Yeah. It really, it really describes who um, we are and what we do here very accurately. Wingdings. Um, Sounds like a wing shop. Like a wing, yeah. like wing stop. Wingdings. Yeah. And like a souvenirs too. Like a part gas station mm-hmm. souvenirs yeah. uh, on the road, like side of the road. Like, oh, come to Wingdings. Get yeah. your ding-dongs and drinks. And your bing Oh, guys. Well, this is an advice podcast, clearly. Um, and <laughs> so you should really listen to us. <laughs> Please. We're really smart. Qualified. Um, and if you guys want to call in and be on an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And uh, international listeners, you can email us an audio file at megapodcast at gmail.com. We were talking about this. This is You haven't been on since it's been at my house. That's right. And you're I feel, still giving out. You still have advice to I, give. I, I, I do. I'm, I'm constantly be like, "This is like, let me <laughs> my my wisdom. I can yeah. give it to you." But I I clearly I no offense, other guests. I never fucking remember the questions from other people's episodes except for the one with Lily with like the girl who had sex with the, both the brothers. Three, and, not both. Three. Oh yeah, three brothers. <laughs> oh hell yeah, <laughs> she's amazing. But I remember. I don't remember the specific question, but I remember yours accidentally was really dark. It was a dark episode. <laughs> yeah, and and we. It was like it felt like a four-hour like event and afterwards yeah. we're like it was so it's and, not yeah. usually so dark um now i think i think now we 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 select um like we'll, more mature calls yeah mm. and also if, if we do a sad one we'll just do one but yeah. i think with yeah. yours we just like we're like lisa can handle it yeah which i mean there's definitely like probably some dark ones here now but, too but also when we were do- when she was on the first time it was when we were doing a lot more lighter calls you know oh, so in true. comparison yeah it was darker a lot darker okay so than it might still be just as dark but we're just used to it now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well i'll send you my therapy though yeah after. perfect great we love yeah, therapy cool. here we're big fans a therapist listens to our podcast really mm-hmm. yeah we found out that last what episode. do they think they said it's great yeah that's oh, all they said gosh, but that's I think, amazing yeah that's it would have been awkward if they were like yeah this is not yeah she called in and did a call back and she's like from a therapist perspective and i fangirled like if it was someone told me that like like george clooney listened to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> a therapist a real life therapist that's awesome yeah i feel really good about it i feel good for you Should i don't have a segue <laughs> hi megan um i'm 31 so i'm a mom and uh my question is very very i think juicy and also very uh, kind of like, I don't know, weird. Um, but um, I'm a very progressive mother, and I talk to my daughter about masturbation, sex, and whatnot, and, um, you know, like the proper terms and stuff like that, and my daughter is only seven. 
So the question is, our house is the hub of the neighborhood, so all of our best friends go to our house and stuff like that. So my question is, I caught one of her best friends humping a pillow, and uh, uh, upon seeing that, I was like, um, oh, please don't do that. I just washed my pillow, and it's going to look a shake, so please stop doing that. Uh, and then brushed it off, and she stopped doing it. But it happened a couple of times, and I am super, I don't know, um, weirded out about it. Um, I don't know if we should tell the parent, but um, my worry is that if I say it to the parent, that she might not let her child go to our house again, and she's my daughter's best friend. And um, we are not, like, the close friends um, or, like, um, you know, like, she's close to me because our daughter's her friends. No, we're just, like, parents who, who are, like, we're letting our kids play because they're best friends, kind of kind of thing. So we're not very close. So my question is, should I tell her or should I let my daughter tell her to stop doing that so that way I don't have to deal with the um, parental issues that might arise? Um, but my concern is that she can't keep doing that to my house, and my concern is that hopefully she's not doing it in other people's house because our home is not just the hub of the neighborhood. My daughter um, goes to her best friend's house, and I don't know if I should tell the parent about it. And uh, I don't know. So I want to know your your thoughts about it. And, uh, yeah, I'm just torn. I, before we, like, get into that, when she's like, I'm 31, so I'm a mom. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to die. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> hit me. that was That was hard. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was harsh in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think it's pretty common. I mean, yeah. um, I went to school with a girl who – uh i didn't okay so when i say this i don't want to i don't want like the caller to think like oh wow people talk about it and gossip about it there's a girl in my class who apparent who allegedly also did this that i didn't find out about until like way later when like our like parents made like a like we brought this girl up in conversation they're like oh yeah do you know when you were little like blah 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 blah, blah. so as like her peer we didn't fucking notice at all and apparently like it was pretty obvious um but she ended up having she was doing it at school and so she ended up having like um an adult like a teaching aide be with her to like learn like help not do something like that so I think like I mean I don't have kids um but I think it does make sense that if she's doing it at your house that she'd probably be doing it at her own house and probably like at in other places so part of me wants to say like her parents probably know um but at the same time I think like it doesn't hurt to tell them because I don't I'm not like a child psychologist I don't know if there's like a deeper meaning to that for me when I was little kid I had to get taken to a child psychologist because I stopped pooping and I was like refused Ooh. to poop when I was like five. Oh, I want and, to know all about oh, that I, apparently <laughs> I just got highly I was just like a highly anxious kid and then um they were like we need to bring her to a child therapist and my parents were like no we're not doing that we're just gonna give her an animal and she's gonna be fine <laughs> but like there are certain things that like can mean something different when you're a kid because you don't really have like it's the same thing like it's about like projecting a lot of stuff or like mimicking things that you see and like not really understanding stuff so I would say I think it's important to like just be honest and upfront and as much as like it could totally suck and the parents could like take your kid and like they couldn't be friends anymore I don't remember a lot from when I was seven so like if my best friend from when I was seven like we weren't friends anymore I don't know how much like it might suck, but I don't think like, I don't know. I don't think that it would, 
totally hurt your kid as much as you would think. And then also like they can still be friends at school if like the parents are being weird. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think this is like that abnormal. No, I just Googled it. And so many like parents on message boards are talking about it. I don't want to quote anything because I haven't found an expert that says anything, but there's a lot of different message boards that has this on there. Yeah. Yeah, It seems like she's just like discovering her body and stuff and she doesn't know the limits to it. And it's usually not sexual especially as a seven-year-old i think it's i think i think she should tell yeah have like an open conversation with the parents and if the parents push back then clearly like that's their own issue that they're gonna have to work through it's not a reflection of like that conversation Mm -hmm. but i think i think it's your responsibility as a parent if you're having a friend over another child over that's not your child it's not your decision to make a choice for that kid you need to tell the parent yeah yeah I also would say, I think like, not that I'm saying you're coming from a place of judgment and like, I definitely laughed because I just wasn't expecting when you said that. Um, but like, I, yeah, like I think we've had people on the, everyone, everyone explores their bodies at very different ages. Like I know people who like started masturbating, like they touching themselves when they were in elementary school and not like knowing what it was or understanding that. So people discover all that stuff. Like you said, like it's, I think it's really common. So I think if you can come at it at like a really casual way, instead of being like, sit down, we have a serious conversation because you said like you're very progressive family and all that stuff. And this is like super, super, super fucking normal. So I think the way to do it is just to be like, Hey, I just like want to let you know. Um, I don't know if you guys already know. I'm sure I'm assuming you already do. I would love to know like what you guys do at your house and how I can help enforce how you like not reprimand, but like how you deal with it and approach the subject at your home. So I'm keeping consistent with what you guys do when this happens here. And so it's not like shaming you or being like, FYI, your daughter does this and she needs to stop. It's more along the lines of being like, okay, this is totally fine. I just don't want to like get in the way of how you guys deal with this. I just like put me on the same page. So like I can deal with this. Totally. What if they don't reprimand her though? Then I mean, I like, does it, that changes the how to go about yeah. bringing the subject up for them. If they're like, oh, we don't do anything. We yeah. just like let her do it. Yeah. I, why, like it's not hurting anyone. Yeah. At and all. Especially if this mom is so open. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If you're have progr- yeah. an open conversation about it. Yeah. I think this is super normal. And just to keep that in mind. Yeah. Like if this was your kid and this was something that you saw your kid doing and you did your research and saw how like there's no stressors there's nothing at home that's like creating like a it's not like um your kid's not like killing like squirrels like it's something that is like super it's just humping squirrels yeah it's just (laughs) humping them and so i think like if you if you went to this could it just as easily and could potentially still be your kid and still doing any of this and i think that if you are very like sex positive and talking to your daughter about all of this stuff um i think it should also translate to not just the hypothetical like to like oh this is actually a thing that's happening right now and it's not like i mean i definitely grew up with like a very open conversation about stuff but it's like but when you're old enough and it was like cool so i know everything but like not like uh i don't feel comfortable talking about stuff because like i know i'm not allowed to do like i know what it is but like i'm not allowed to do this stuff oh that's interesting it was very very fucking weird and confusing so it's like okay i know all of this and we talk about it all the time but like it's just don't act on it so i think like practice what you preach in that sense of being progressive and open and honest and um i think it's like totally harmless and i think also if you're super worried about it go to your like go to your pediatrician and talk to them about it and figure that out um and i think the the thing here is just 
being aligned with some the same way that if your kid was doing like okay let's say okay I don't want to use that example like the same way that like if your kid was um like rolling their eyes or something and there's something that you guys say you're like hey that's very disrespectful I wouldn't like you to do that like and that's something that the kid rolls their eyes at another parent or like something else and then you want that parent like hey this is what we say to reinforce this we don't say like you're being mean or don't do that like we point out these things like to help because like it is a community raising kids and all of that so I think like come at it from that side of being like as a mom to another mom I just want I know how like yeah, we're all working really hard at doing this and I'm not here to like mom shame or judge you. I just want to do what's best for your kid that you have decided. Like I'm not going to like choose what that is. And then, then if they're not reprimanding her, I think if it really concerns you, yeah, talk to talk, like your pediatrician about it. Um, but otherwise, I think it's probably something she'll end up growing out of and then just don't, yeah, don't overstep uh, boundaries of someone else's like parenting. Let those parents deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not hurting anyone. Mm. Except for the pillow. Except for the pillow. Yeah, maybe get like she less nice them. pillows. <laughs> yeah. Just have no pillows at the house suddenly. <laughs> oh, man. The pillowless house. Hi, Megan. I am 20 years old and I'm currently a sophomore in college. And I was just calling because I need your advice about a guy. So over the summer, me and this guy met and we worked together and we kind of developed a sexual relationship, which then led into having feelings for each other. And there's a few things that are wrong with him in our relationship, but I don't know if I want to end it or not, so I need your advice. So we did meet over the summer, and we worked together. And he is actually 28 years old, and I'm 20. So there is an age gap. Um, I don't think it's an issue, neither does he, but my friends think that that might be an issue later down the road. I feel like I'm very mature for my age, and I definitely get that a lot. And my mom and aunt and grandma always say to me dating someone older. So I don't think that's an issue that other people do. When we met over the summer, it was kind of under weird circumstances. I'm really close with my aunt, who I've been working for for many years, and she definitely tells me a little too much about her personal life, including her sex life, and I did find out that she she had slept with this guy um, before when he was, like, 25 and she was, like, 45. So, like, that's a little weird for me and, like, makes the whole thing kind of uncomfortable because if I were to go back and work for her this summer when I'm home, it just would be a weird tension. And um, speaking of working back home, we actually live, like, an hour and a half apart, so that does make things, like, a little tricky. Um, when I'm home for breaks and over the summer, we live, like, 10 minutes apart, but when I'm down here for school, we're a little bit farther apart. And on top of all this, you, like, kind of is, like, a drug dealer, like, not, like, in, like, the drug cartel or, like, sells hard drugs, like, just, like, your neighborhood weed dealer. But I don't really know if that's something I want in like a future relationship like if we were to get married and have kids or something like that um basically i know that i pretty much should not be talking to him anymore but like the sex was so good and it's like the first like adult relationship i feel like i've had um so i don't know what to do because i really like him i really like the sex but i just know that long term this isn't an option for me and i know i need to end it so thanks for your advice bye she answered her own question. It's like you just want to tell us that the sex is good. Like you just want to tell us that's, that. That yeah. seems like 
everyone's Dude, like yes. primer for telling us like but the sex is like so good and i'm like yeah but he's like he's like a monster but like the sex is so he's like the, he's like the babadook but like the sex is so good like how good are we all yeah right? like guys we all want like the goal is to have good sex across the board like yeah if you're awesome. dating someone and it's bad sex let's talk about that but yeah. i'm gonna assume that you're in relationships with good sex also you're 20 um and not to be like ages or anything but sex you gets, still got like you got so yes. many good yes. years yes. so many good years and you uh I, just, I mean literally all signs point to like get out yes. if you have a list of things of like that don't mesh and that are a problem there's just so many people out in the world that you could be dating oh my God, yeah and like just cut the cord. Girl. Yeah. Just cut the cord. I Move on. There's better sex out there 100%. for you. 100%. And I want to just touch on you being mature for your age and everything like that. I 100% believe you. I have been told that by everyone my entire life. Like, everyone's always been like, date someone older. Like, you're very mature for your age and all of that. And I heard that a ton. But there got to be a point. I didn't start dating people who were like I dated a couple people, like a year or two older than me, but I didn't date anyone like older than me. Um, until like older than, ugh, so, okay. Nothing. I like the one guy, one guy I dated in high school, he was 18 when I was like 17. That's like, I want to say like, I never like bridged that jump of like underage and someone overage. But when I was like a freshman, I dated a junior in college and it wasn't until I turned like 21 or 22 that I realized I'm like, wow, I'm super mature for my age and that's great. But it's really, really, really gross for these guys to be into me when I'm really young. It has nothing to do with how mature you are and how great you are. I agree. But at a certain point, you like it's not kosher for someone to be into you when you're that young. Like I had but I never had really questioned that. Like I was like, oh, no, I would date someone a lot older. And like, if I'm in like my, uh, if I'm like 20 and I was on a dating app and I like kept up to 30 and I was like, okay, yeah, it's fine. But the older I got, I was like, this, this is, this says so much more about you and so much less about me. And my Mats and I started dating when I was 22 and he was like for the entire, he's like, he's like, it literally took me like two fucking years of being your friend and getting to know you before I was like, okay, this isn't creepy. Like this isn't creepy because he's 29 now. So he's four years older than me. Like a which, little isn't even, which isn't yeah, even that bad but even for him in his life like his friends he's like i am by far the youngest person there i'm always going to be the youngest of like friend group of anyone who they like, date and all of that stuff and so for him as being someone who was like in his 20s and was surrounded by people in his 20s he didn't feel comfortable bringing a really young girl because like it was going to be perceived weird so if someone who's like substantially older than you is like totally fine with that and like all of that i think it's just like you have to like it, it, yeah it's just not it's just like gross to me because but he's like, like this guy's like dating all over the but spectrum but that's what i mean it's yeah. like this, this is like pretty their telling 45 year old boss yeah it's pretty telling that he's like all over the place also if you just have to continue to make excuses mm -hmm. for your partner mm -hmm. then that's just uh, that's a sign that this isn't good yeah like, there's nothing worse and i've been in relationships where it's like well but he oh yeah he's this but but yeah. and it's just like no there's so many other people out in the world mm -hmm. and thankfully you don't have a child with this kid i mean you're not yeah. that far in so i would say like if if you are mature then get out yeah and i think like great sex can be awesome and like you can have great sex with people who aren't like great people but like you can't date those people. And like, if there are feelings attached and everything like that, like it's just dumb. I've definitely like 
had like the fuck buddy friends with benefits that like turned into more of like a relationship thing. And I was like, wow, yeah, no, there's a reason why we didn't start off dating because like where yeah. I was not attracted to you until we had sex because this was good. And now I'm like, oh, this is not, this is not what a good relationship is about. And vice versa. If like this was you and some guy, you were dating a guy, if he like listed all of these things that like didn't work with you, be like, oh, but the sex is really good. You'd be like, well, fuck you, dude. Like, totally. no. like this pussy point. is not for you anymore. Like it, yeah, you just, you also need to like, like Melissa said, like you're, you're 20, you're going to have better sex in your life and sex gets better the more that you're into somebody. And like, there's a cap of how into this guy you can be because you know all of this shitty stuff and you know, it's not going to last and all of that. Like that emotional connection, like you're putting a very smart and necessary roadblock up there of like saying it doesn't have a future. And like the sex is never going to get better, you know? Yeah, it's only going to get more challenging because when you're with someone for a long time. Yeah, or what if he goes to, because, I mean, I don't, you didn't say that you live in a place where it's legal to sell weed. It's not like he, what if he goes to jail? Like, do you want to uh, be that girl? No, I've watched too many documentaries. Yeah, no, like having like, it's, what's the thing that called? Like a conjugal visit? Yeah, mm-hmm. ooh, gross. No, and like, is the and dick that you good that you like do like a conjugal? No. no. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's think about that though. Can you imagine like, is the sex good enough that you do a conjugal visit? Yeah. How far, how long, and you're going to drive all this way there's probably- and explain it to your parents yeah. oh, get out girl get out. you're so young you have so much time yeah. move on and yeah. also your boss is an overshare and i would just like not listen and to you that. shouldn't work with yeah, her i would no. think because yeah. this is not your like permanent job it's just your summer job so yeah yeah also you're in college like also if you're gonna drive for the dick drive for the dick on your time off not yeah. when you have school yeah. like <laughs> drive for the dick also, yes. you should be driving for the push and yeah. on top of that you literally live college you shouldn't even have to get in your car to get dick just right. walk yeah. walk yeah. to get the dick like yeah. don't waste fucking gas on that <laughs> like that's just like it is literally at your fucking fingertips mm. literally and yep. figuratively mm-hmm. so like yeah, I just think this is it. She knows though. Yeah. Like you could hear it. Yeah. Sometimes you know and it just takes a podcast yeah. to tell you. <laughs> so we're telling you, be done with this dude. Yeah. You're be smart. done with Move him. On. And also when you get to be 28, you're gonna be like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah, we all have those. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I question that a lot. I question what I did like three years. No, not three years ago. I don't want to sound like I question why I'm with mods, but like pre him. I'm like, what <laughs> yeah, was I doing? Like, doesn't don't you think it all leads? to the next yeah yeah i mean i think like we all have to like do like stupid shit to like realize or not stupid it's just learning yeah Yeah, no but like to realize like what we think we want versus what we actually want and like realize like what we care about and all that stuff because like i think we like to think we know ourselves a lot more than we do and then it's only when you think you really know yourself and like you make a decision for like that girl that you've built up in your brain you're like no this is a bad idea that's not real that's not me and then you're like oh okay let me refigure this out totally i did that a lot where i was like must be six four and like must work in finance then i was like oh they're all on coke okay let me redo this in my mind (laughs) yeah and i'm like finance is boring and all of you are boring so let me (laughs) fix this again (laughs) except moss has a job in finance now but don't worry he hates it Okay, guys, on to the next. Hey, so I'm 16. I just started a new job. And I've been working there a few weeks. And there's this guy. He's about 30 years older than me. He has a wife and kids. And he's been, he first started out just touching me around the waist and hugging me and putting his face up against mine, calling me gorgeous and beautiful all the time. Um that kind of thing. He'd grab me up by my bra line, like when he was hugging me or things like that. Then he was intentionally bumping into me. 
smiling at me weird, just kind of making me uncomfortable because he was so much older than me. Then he touched my butt, and that made me super uncomfortable. And a couple of days ago, he told me that the only problem with me was that I was young enough to be his little sister, but if he was 17, then I would be kidnapped by now, but in a good way. So I don't know whether I already reported it to my boss and kind of just brushed it off and acted like it was my fault for not reporting him. But I don't know whether I should quit or just stick it out because he said he was going to talk to him, but it just makes me overwhelmingly uncomfortable. So, yeah, just need some advice on what to do in this situation. Thank you. This makes me mad. I know it's probably uncomfortable, but you should tell your parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should absolutely tell your parents who will then help you. You need to contact, like, I don't know if it's a corporation or, but you need to contact, like, a higher up. Like, this is not, this is not something to take lightly. No, and it's also most certainly not the first time because he feels comfortable doing this in his place of work. So you are not the first girl he's done this to and you're not the last. It's also not your responsibility to be like the pioneer behind a movement to getting this guy fired publicly. Um, But you are under 18, so your name can be redacted from Mm -hmm. anything. So anything that you like say and any people that you contact and all of that stuff, if you're afraid about like this being attached to you, it won't be because you're under 18 and you have to give consent for that. That's good. Yeah. So I think that's like a huge part of like, uh, I mean, yeah, like a lot of victims of like sexual assault and harassment, you don't like you don't necessarily want to be... um, a voice behind the movement um which is completely fine like everyone's journey is like their own but yeah because you're under 18 that you won't be in general tell an adult like and if you're not comfortable with your parents if there's like a school counselor or or somebody you need you need help you need Mm -hmm. someone to help back you up because obviously your boss yeah is taking this seriously and you need to tell whoever you about the fact that you've told your boss and they he has not done anything yet um because yeah this guy shouldn't he should be in tr- trouble yeah <laughs> and like and so i just looked this up on the um employment the equal employment opportunity commission and so it says if your supervisor doesn't take you seriously the um the next step is like the law protects you from retaliation so you can complain about the harassment to the police as mm-hmm. well and you can always file um a discrimination or anything about harassment with the um, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission as well. Yeah. So I'll put these links in. Yeah, that's great information. And it's scary. Like, that's scary. I'm sorry that that's happening to you. It's it's yeah, I I being when you're that young to it's like your first job and all of this yeah, stuff. And like, good for you for having a yeah. job at 16. Like, and it's it's a very hard thing to navigate. Um, being uh i don't want to refer to you as a kid but like yeah when you're a kid in an adult world um and you want to be taken seriously as an adult and then adults tell you like you're fine and everything's okay like we're taught to kind of like trust that especially when like you're a new employee and things like that but your instincts are right like this is like not okay and you yeah he shouldn't yeah it's just it's not okay on any level and i also like want to reiterate even if he was your age this isn't okay even if he was younger than you it's not okay if it was a woman it's not okay like it doesn't matter if it's a family member and it makes if it makes you uncomfortable it's not okay and regardless of age um 
and that is makes like legal issues but like just in general if someone does something that makes you feel uncomfortable you don't have to tell the person that it makes you feel uncomfortable that doesn't like it's not like a missed opportunity it's like oh well you didn't tell them it made you feel uncomfortable if you're a fucking normal human being you would know that that's not an appropriate thing to do and he knows that and he's still doing it um tell somebody that you trust who is an adult because they legally have to take action know that um your fucking boss saying like how oh, well you should have reported it first of all you did report it to him mm-hmm. um but in general if anybody tells you like oh you should have said something like they didn't know any better and that sort of thing be like mm-hmm. move on talk to somebody else because that's not a response from somebody who's ever going to be on your side and uh you don't need to convince anyone to be on your side because yeah. like look how quickly you have us being like this is fucking disgusting and wrong yeah so yeah you just need to you need to you need to tell somebody and even if it's yeah if it's like if it's not your if it's not your parents like a friend's parents or um but an adult an adult, an adult, an adult. someone over 18 mm-hmm. your yeah. counselor at school yeah 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 um and this is just like a blanket thing that Brittany louise taylor brought up when she was on um was is to document any type of mm-hmm. harassment the day when it happened and where you were and i bet there's security cameras too there might be like i bet there's like a whole other slew of that stuff but yeah you're yeah yeah but you need to say something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um you can quit and still say something you don't need like don't you don't don't go back there don't mm-hmm. if that's i mean i don't think you should in general but like if, yeah, even if they switch your shifts it. around and like you're not with him like you have every right to quit and quitting doesn't mean that you still can't fight for this and like mm-hmm get him to like yeah that's not quitting isn't i'm not like not that it's not the solution but like you don't have to stick it out to like go through the process of like you know the legal on him but yeah okay guys it's time for uh, a quick break and we will be right back hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there I'll, and, and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. 
One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ready? Let's go. Hi, guys. I'm 20. I currently live with my boyfriend after not having the best experience with roommates, which kind of ties into my question. I am pregnant, and he travels out of town for his jobs for weeks at a time, uh, which makes our relationship much harder. I am going to go to my first prenatal appointment, and I would have loved if he would have been there with me, um, but he can't because of work, and I asked my mother to come with me. Um, his mom happens to live in another state. If not, I would have totally been okay with her joining me also. Anyway, he wants one of our ex-roommates which happens to be a family member on his side, comes too, if his mom can't. And um, he said if he can't go and this person isn't invited, then my mom can't go. I really don't want this person to come because they made me feel really uncomfortable when we found out about the pregnancy. And honestly, just last week, right before I moved, it was too weird and there was some tension. Um, I and since then I was told by my boyfriend that I don't consider his people or his family, which kind of hurt because I feel like he doesn't defend me to our ex roommates or he takes their side for whatever reason. Um, and I I really don't want to go to this appointment alone, but I don't even know what to do with this relationship in general. Um, I don't feel like. He thinks my feelings are valid. I love him. I just don't feel like I can say anything or make any decision without him giving me some sort of attitude for it. Anyway, love your podcast. Thanks. Bye. Uh, oh, God, I, like, want to cry. I know, me uh, too. Oh, no. Yeah. 
fuck. Um, I know you love him, but like this is toxic and like he's controlling. Yeah, which it's emotional abuse and withholding the fact that like your mom can't come to your first prenatal appointment if his family can't go. That you have uncomfortable, like it's not a fucking party. No. It's a doctor's appointment, and it's your fucking body. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sorry, men, you shoot out sperm a million miles a fucking minute, and great, he's a but like no, it's I don't care what anyone fucking says about like like birth and like motherhood, but like fatherhood or whatever. Like if you are the woman carrying the baby, like you call the fucking shots. If there was not you, there would be no baby. And you need your mom. Yeah. You need your mom's support. It does sound like he, there might be a place like if he's willing to, they're having communication problems, obviously if he's willing to like go to, therapy yeah. and like because you are pregnant yeah. you are starting to build a life and if you like want to try with that relationship mm-hmm. like it sounds like he's like active yeah I'm trying to like it seems like though he doesn't trust her like why does he want one of his family members why yeah. do they have mm-hmm. to be there that's a very selfish weird yeah and also if you had issues with your roommates and they also reacted badly to the pregnancy like it's weird because he's like disassociating himself from that reaction which is in regard to the pregnancy as if like he has nothing to do with the pregnancy and he took their side yet now with the appointment it's no longer your pregnancy it's our pregnancy and this is what i want with my family like it's he's selectively choosing when it's convenient for him mm-hmm. and like you said it's a family member that you used to live with and he's picking their side i think that like you right now I think you went from like you said it was a bad living situation with roommates I think you went from like a toxic like that environment to one that might be slightly less toxic or slightly less outwardly toxic and I it just might not be working and I think like like you said like if you if you want him to be um a figure in your child's life and all that, that's a hundred percent your call. And if you want to like work on the relationship, I think the only way you can do that is in therapy because you're saying that like, you can't bring up anything without him like getting upset or added to like, you can't bring up anything about how you feel without him doing that. So you've tried, like you've tried and it gets to the certain point, which I'm a huge proponent of couples therapy. I think it's great. And there gets to be a point where like, I think a lot of people and no offense, men in general, because I've gotten a lot of messages from you guys about it, of being like, Oh, I really want to, but like my partner said that like, we should be able to figure it out on our own. And it's like, well, if you can't, if you haven't, if you could, you would have already done it by now. And if you can't figure it out on your own and you really care about each other, well, let's try this because it's not suddenly one day a switch isn't going to flip because you get in these habits and the communication and all of these issues. And I think like, even if you guys don't end up wanting to stay together or whatever, I think going once might also give you a little bit of peace of mind of being like, oh, my feelings are valid. I'm not crazy. I'm allowed to feel this way. And this isn't normal because a therapist will be super, super straightforward and honest about like, he will have to explain his reasoning of like, oh, this is why I don't want that. And a therapist can be like, well, I think that's very selfish. And I don't think that is considering her. And maybe you just need to hear, and maybe even hearing it from us that that's not like, I don't know, you sound isolated, which makes me really sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, reach out to your family. Don't let him get in your head that you need to like only associate with his family that's culty yeah, a little bit it like, is he can't tell you what to what to do no and oh ugh. i'm so sorry yeah. this is like really heartbreaking to me yeah because it should be like 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 even if it's not necessarily like planned like when you're in a relationship and you decide to like move forward with a pregnancy like it should be 
a happy thing. Like it should be like, oh my God, this is going to be great. This is going to be awesome and everything like that. And I don't want you to feel like that because you guys have decided to like have a kid and because you, I mean, because you've decided to like continue on with this pregnancy and have a kid that that means you have to take how your relationship is right now as like, okay, this is, I just have to be okay with it. Like you, that something needs to change. And now you have someone else to think about too. That's not just you. Oh, we're sending you lots, lots of love. love. And I hope Reach the appointment goes well. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Ultrasounds. Woo. The weird, cold, gooey thing on your belly. <laughs> I only know that from like a gynecologist. I don't know that from like, <laughs> I've never, I've only had the ultrasounds when they're like, let's look at your ovaries. Look, they're over here. Fun. That's a fun time. I know where they all are. I, not all two of them are in my body. <laughs> over here on this side did you have a party where they're all the family members the, there? The, yeah and it brought everyone i just like have my legs spread wide open i was like bring them all in bring the interns at the hospital does the receptionist want to come in who wants to give it a go with like the internal one everyone can stick it on up oh god it's a good time it was so fun okay <laughs> Go on to the next. hi megan um I'm not going to say my real name, but uh, we'll call me Liz. Um, I'm just calling because I'm kind of struggling with some sexual trauma, and I do see a therapist, but it helps to talk to someone besides your therapist sometimes. So I just kind of wanted to get your opinion um, on how to handle this. So a little bit of a backstory. Um, I've dealt with a lot of sexual trauma in my life because I've been really submissive and that stems from my childhood. But basically, I've been really submissive with men, um, especially in high school and college. And now I'm a lot better about it. So like I've like in college, I had like a situation where I was drunk and there was rape um and then when I was younger in high school there were a couple of situations of like sexual assault and the older I get it seems the more I realize I've been through um because I guess I just suppressed it or didn't even really know what it was so recently I thought about this guy that I know I slept with and it was a one-time thing and I realized that I had no recollection, even when it happened, I had no recollection the next day of what happened. I knew we had sex, but I had no recollection at all from, like, the last moment I remember is, like, drinking a beer and then the next moment waking up. So I never thought about the possibility of being drugged, but I actually watched The Bachelor, <laughs> which made me think maybe that's what happened and I don't really know how to process it or handle it because I obviously can't figure out for sure what happened so I just wanted to see if you had any advice about how to process the situation and kind of where to go from here so um anyway thanks for your advice oh and I'm 25 you asked for the age I'm 25 um but thanks. Goddamn. Uh, I have no idea what to say. Well, um, you should be really proud of yourself. You're very self-aware. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously, you've done a lot of work. And whoever your therapist is, is seems to be working with you really nicely. Like, yeah. 
you're able to sort of step back and and uh you know put the pieces together of past traumas that you've had and so for that like you should really give yourself some credit for for doing the work because that's Mm -hmm. hard hard work like I think you know giving your moment yourself a moment to be proud of yourself for the work you've done up to this point um oh you're gonna make me cry oh Oh, you're gonna make don't you think though like um I mean we're not the experts on this so I, I wouldn't know I think continuing your therapy journey, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, that's a, that's a huge discovery to be making right now. Yeah. Um, oh, don't, I'm not going to look at you. So I won't cry. Um, I've been in a very similar situation. Um, and I am not going to cry. I went to therapy twice this week already. I have no more tears <laughs> left in me. Um, um, there's always a few more down there. It's very true. And I, to be perfectly honest, also have no idea what to do. And like, it's something that when you, I, yeah, when you get old, when you get older and like, I think especially now in like the Me Too movement and things like that, like, I think a lot of women in general are having these things kind of click and you're like, hmm, I don't think that I like, I, if I, if you, if I slept with somebody or I think I slept with somebody and then the next time I see them, I have this terrible pit in my stomach. Maybe that's, maybe that's, there's a reason there and there's that stuff. So, I mean, I, uh, I think like something that you obviously know from therapy. And I think like, I understand when you're like, well, I don't like you want to get other people's input. The things that I've started to learn is like, there are some things that like, we're not going to have the answers to and that we don't know. And all we know is our feelings. And the only thing that we can do is address those feelings. Mm. And we can't go back in time and we can't address, um, uh, we can't address what happened. Um, and because there's no changing what happened and we're also net, you're never going to know what exactly happened, but you do know how you feel about it. And whether it's like in, in regards to anything, a lot of the things with therapy, it's, um, uh, retraining yourself from make from make the decision-making or behavior or, uh, coping mechanisms and things like that. But when it comes to traumatic events that you have no control over, there's nothing that you can do. That's like, okay, well now what did I learn from this? Because there is nothing to learn from that. All there is, is to address your feelings and how you feel. And sometimes that's talking about it with your friends. That's talking about with your therapist, with other people. Sometimes it's just, yeah, sometimes it's time. Sometimes it's reading about the fact that this has happened to so many other people. Sometimes it's volunteering for people who have been through similar things. It's researching and reading and education about um uh sexual trauma and like even like if you're like interested in like what it's like uh i yeah if you're interested in like what it what roofies are or what are these things that like learning about stuff knowledge is power and i think like when you're in these situations and you don't know things um it can be incredibly frustrating because you feel totally powerless and um i think the only thing you can do from there is trust your instincts and trust how you feel and know that like if you're in another situation where you feel uneasy about something like go with your gut on that and um sometimes really shitty terrible things happen and they happen for no reason there's no necessary lesson to be learned and we're just hurt and upset and like frustrated and affected by it and there isn't necessarily a silver lining it's just something that we all no, hopefully not all, but like that we just have to go through and it's just something that happens. Um, and 
I think that you just need to be like really kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, like you said, like be so proud of the work that you've done in therapy and like how self-realized you are and all of this. And that uh, one of the things that like I've learned in therapy so much is like people there, the trauma and things affect people in different ways. And your brain, especially if you're a kid or you're younger or some like the stars aren't aligned or whatever, your brain will be like mm, too much. They can't handle that right now. I'm putting that away. And so if you're, these things are coming up for you now at 25, also 25, lots of things coming up in my life. It's because you are so mature and your brain is being like, you know what? She's ready for this. So know that that's what's happening and anything that you've suppressed or any of those feelings, as much as it sucks to be like, how if I suppressed it for my whole thing? I'm like, if I suppressed it for so long, why do I keep suppressing it for the rest of my life? Like, I don't want right. to fucking deal with it. My therapist is like, no, your brain is telling you now, like you're ready for this. Like, think of this as like this very empowering, like adult moment that like your mind is a very powerful thing. It's been protecting you from these things for so long that like now you're ready to deal with it. It's not like they stopped trying and stopped working at it. It's not like they're like giving up on you and being like, oops, sorry, like forgot how to like lock the like briefcase full of like trauma. It's because you're ready. So I think like as much as it sucks to like be like, wow, I'm strong enough to deal with trauma. They don't have like ABC. That's not on like the greatest, right? Like the, the amazing race, the greatest race. If there's like, this isn't going to be useful in like a competition reality show with strength. But um, yeah, I think it's, I think it should be something that uh, just know that like you're strong enough to handle it. And um, the more that you talk about it uh, with like your therapist or whoever you want to talk about it with, I think it's incredibly sad, but also very reassuring and helpful to hear people who've had similar stories. Um, because yeah, that's, I think that's now that everybody's talking about it, that's how these things stop happening. And like, that's how these things, um, change and get better and, uh, all of that stuff. And to everybody watch your drink at parties. Mm -hmm. It's terrible and terrifying. Pour yourself your own drinks. Um, that was like a thing that I learned after my first week of freshman year in college. And I was like, new place. Cool. This is not safe. I have to do all this myself. Um, and yeah. And make sure when you talk to like your other female friends or your friends in general, um, that that is something that you guys do for each other. I don't think I let a guy make me a drink until Mats and I started dating. Then he was like, let me make huh. you a drink. And I was like, okay, sure. You can make me. But I know no, at any party. I was like, no, no, I got this myself. Yeah, just watch or in general, just like watch your drinks. Mm -hmm. Hand over it the whole time. Never leave your house. That's what I do now. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I don't leave my house except for therapy. It's like, but yeah, hold your hand over the drinks the whole time. Yeah. And also not to, again, not to scare people, but like when you go to um hotel bars and things like that, um be wary because there have been a lot of influx of uh that happening at hotels yeah. too. So just make make sure you watch people pouring you stuff and giving you stuff and if you're concerned about that something that's like a single serve like uh beer or something like that ask for it unopened and yeah so oh this makes Ooh. me really upset but yeah. i'm so glad you're in therapy therapy's great yeah and i think empowering is like yeah. the word that yeah. you walk away from with yeah. us yeah and you shared your story with so many people now mm -hmm. too so yeah. this can help someone else and you brought us both i think this is the only time we've ever been but i've i've ever been like re no i've I cried once before but that was like unrelated that was podcast. totally different, <laughs> that was totally different. <laughs> <laughs> but the time, like we both like two people have cried like i've gotten close related yeah. to like the call so well, oh. yeah, you almost made me have my third cry of the day. How oh, mean. I'm kidding. I mean, not of the day. <laughs> third time of the, of the week. I feel like I've cried with oh, tears. Are, tears are not fun. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing that. And uh, I hope that 
like, I know that I didn't really give any like specific coping things, but hopefully it helped to even just like talk about it and, and know you're on the right path and you got all yeah. those tools. She's yeah. got those tools. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. got them. And it's good to talk about, like even, even me having a therapist, like two therapists, it's all, I understand the thing of wanting just to talk to other people who yeah. aren't them. And sometimes you, yeah, you, you want someone to like talk because therapists don't always like talk back they just kind of let you go so I think like follow that instinct of like talk to your friends like talk to anyone that it comes up that you feel comfortable and that you think it would help you in your journey to healing which sounds like a rehab center but you know it's a good thing a really like nice one. oh yeah Malibu yeah. Mm-hmm. um so now this is don't blame them and this is where listeners call in with their own advice based on like personal experience so oh. if someone if we had like an episode about like yeah like threesome someone would be like hey I had a threesome which so many of you have had threesomes mm-hmm. by the way I'm proud of you girls girls yeah I'm I like missing out I know, I know I'm like, me too. I'm very if I wasn't such like a hyper crazy jealous person like yeah, you guys let, do it for me. Yeah. I'm vicariously through you. I feel so brutal. Yeah. <laughs> so what's this one about? So this one is from the episode that we had with Mott. And um, this girl was freaked out because her friend um, was getting married after only knowing a guy for six months. Oh, yeah. And so this Ooh. is someone calling with similar experience. So this is actually a response for the episode with Mott um, for the girl whose best friend is getting married after only being with the guy for six months. Also, sorry if my voice is raspy, I'm getting sick. (laughs) But I'm 21 years old, and I actually have an extremely similar experience to this. Um, Right out of high school when we graduated, my best friend at the time and our other best friend decided they were just going to get married. They hadn't been dating. Like, we've been friends with this guy for, like, a year. Like, crazy. They decided they were going to get married six months after graduation. And I expressed to her, like, I don't think this is a good idea. You know, you guys haven't even been boyfriend and girlfriend, period. A little crazy. (laughs) And what ended up happening is my best friend ended up eloping. And I went to a party to celebrate their marriage. And then I never heard from her again because she said I didn't, I didn't support her marriage. So my advice is honestly just to be there for her because the only thing that expressing your concerns is going to do is alienate the friendship. And I hope that maybe my experience can help her. Thank you. Bye. We need to find that girl and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. where is she? You know, they, she probably like is still around, but she just doesn't talk to her anymore. I feel like they oh, were dating. I, in my mind, just, she disappeared. No, she said I never heard from her. All I heard was they. All I heard. my mind went to like they eloped, and then I never like. <laughs> I was like, where did she go? I've been listening to a podcast about cults recently, I so everything I'm like, cult. I'm like. They're in a cult. Yes. Like every answer is like, it's a cult. My parents are friends with people in the Synanon one. Mm. Isn't that crazy? all the details. Yeah. And they don't know a lot. There's a lot of like drugs involved. My parents are like, no, no, they were fine. They were red or white or whatever color they were. Weird. That's so weird. Dude, those people were for sure dating behind everyone's back. Yeah. For sure. There's no way that that's like, how the fuck do you have that conversation about being like, hey, 
want to get married? Yeah, like straight out of high school. And if too. you've never like, have they had sex? Have they made out? Have they kissed? Like, how do they know? Like, they have. Their friends was she know. pregnant? Oh. Hmm. Are they in a cult? <laughs> Are they in a cult? Yeah. I mean, I think like no offense, like no offense to your like ex friend or whatever, but like that's like next level weird shit. So I think like you kind of not that I'm honestly like you dodged a bullet with that one, but like there's definitely something else going on. So I, I think like as much as like being supportive is like a great thing for people, like what they need if they're going to like make bad decisions. I don't think you should handhold someone as they make a bad decision. I think like that can be said with a look when they're like, are you excited? You're like, yeah, I'm so excited. Like you can have your feelings be like your concerns be known, but at the end of the day, it should be my care and respect. I'm making a hand gesture for anyone who's watching and listening. Um, So I think like your top priority and that your friend should always know that is them and that you're going to support them and you care about them. And then the next thing should be concern. I don't think that like you should, your concern shouldn't trump your friendship with somebody. Like it should, they should still be like, well, I know that my friends aren't and like, I've been like, my friends have not supported my decisions. And I'm like, okay, yeah, they don't support my decisions, but like, they're still around and like, they're going to deal with it. It'll be fine. But like, yeah, it should never get to a point where you're creating an ultimatum because it does just push people away. But I think a healthy level of concern is good because that's how we don't get like, you know, that's how in a cult. Yeah, we don't get in a cult. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, oh wow. Okay. All day to the very yeah, end. That was a big one though. Yeah. That was one of the biggest ones I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid I lost part of it. Okay, guys. Um, well, with that, <laughs> that is the end of our episode. Um, if you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And if you are a international listener, you can leave us an email. Record an audio message. No, I'm not going to do that. That's also, it's not my real accent either. Uh, I was just, you know, trying. My Australian one's gotten pretty good recently. Mm-hmm. Cockney. I was an Oliver Twist twice. Ooh. I played a prostitute bet, but they called her a lady of, of the, the night. Because <laughs> it was elementary school and then high school. They were like, or middle school. They're like, nah, she's, this is too, this is too much. <laughs> lady of the night. Lady of the night. Um, and, uh, you guys can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, Lisa, plug your shit. Oh, plug your book. I have a book coming out end of August. Yes. It's called 30 Life Crisis. Hell yeah. It's all about surviving your 30s. But I do think that it's applicable to all ages. It's just like things people don't warn you about in life. Oh, and just so reminder that you're doing all right, even <sighs> if you're doing it your own way. Mm. Oh, I'm excited. Do you, yeah. Isn't writing a book terrible? It has been a, such a process. Dude, it's the worst. I don't recommend it to anybody. I, I, I hate it. I loved it, but it's super um, isolating. Uh-huh. Um, and then I go like down spirals where I'm like, wait, is this good? Like, like yeah. so much self-doubt, but it's been very therapeutic. Uh-huh. I tell stories about things that I've been holding in for a long time. Um, and hopefully like it helps someone. And if not, it like makes them fucking laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and hopefully my boyfriend will stay with me after he reads <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's a big one. Because it's all about like before yeah. him. So. You're like, so that was figuring it out didn't yeah. know now we're happy and things are good yes oh yes but i'm really excited it's on pre-sale now on amazon guys get it and then where can people follow you online did you already say that part? Um, just google me <laughs> there's a lot of results you should estimate yeah. how many results how many results do you think there well there's another you? lisa schwartz oh that should I we think kill her she's, yes we should she's in the eye she like She's some like movie person, but she oh, also seems to go everywhere I go where we have like accounts. So like I'll say my name and they'll be like, um, there's two Lisa Schwartzes at like Capital Drugs and at like the drugs. Whoa, like, you that's know. so funny. Yeah. So one day I'll meet her. Yeah. But you're Did- like the top result. 
So that's it, guys. Um, if you're listening to this, you can check out the video version on YouTube. And if you are watching, go check out the audio version. We always say, if you go to our website, don't blame me, don't show. You'll figure out where to listen to us. But, you know, Stitcher, uh, Podcast App, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, all of the other stuff that I don't really Wherever remember you the get names. Your podcast. Yeah. Wherever you get your podcast, we're there. If we're you Google everywhere. it, it comes up. Yeah, but just put, yeah. Google it. But put Megan's name on it. Because fucking Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift wrote a goddamn song called Don't Blame Me. Oh, man. I know. You what should a sue her. So <laughs> yeah, I feel like that'll go really well. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't been like, hey, you need to change your podcast name. Taylor we were Swift first. I feel like if we weren't first, though, we yeah. would have been oh, I think guys, so too. fully hit with that. All my Taylor Swift parodies. Yeah, that can't. Yeah, that can't be really. on top of yep. it. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, we'll have our socials listed down below, too. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Or Namaste. hear you next time. Namaste. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.